ready to go? Sure. Well, I'm taping. taping. You're taping? I'm taping on my, on my beta neck. <laughs> Press play and record <laughs> together. Hold on down. Then I'm going to shut because I'm taping off the telly. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Hi, Clara. How are you? I'm all right. Episode 40. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm. Of the podcast called Playing Devil's Avocado. Correct. Or as, or as my husband says, are you recording your radio show this evening? <laughs> um, so, hi. Hello. Should I just get on with telling people what's like in yeah. it? Yeah. All right. In this episode, um, we're going to talk about how fatty bumbars live longer. Mm. And I'm allowed to say fatty bumbar because I am one. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm owning it. Okay. <laughs> right. um, we're going to do a bit of beauty spot, beauty as beauty usual. Beauty, beauty spot. Well, uh, we've got our regulars, Beauty Spot Culture Club Culture and Snackadack. Snackadack. Everything for me today. Yeah. It does. Uh, we've got some shopping chatter. Mm-hmm. We asked the Is question. for success? Dress for success. No, it's not clear. Sorry. Um, And um, we asked the question with COVID, are office romances dead? Mm. Mm. No more photocopying. (laughs) Your bits and bobs. (laughs) Not really romantic. Not very romantic. (laughs) It depends, I suppose. And then we will finish up, I apologise in advance, with a story about poop. Yeah. But if you don't like it. We'll tell you when it's happening, you can turn off. Turn off. But we are going to do it. Okay. Oh, don't forget the snack attack with the chocolate bars. Yes. Oh, okay, you know that. All right. Um, Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, now, first up, um, you sent me a lovely story. I didn't read it. I just read the headline. Uh, But the headline was was enough to make me happy. Chunky thighs and wide hips linked to long life expectancy. Yes. So this is an amazing story for yes. those of us with chunky thighs and or large hips. Yes. But apparently... Wide hips. Science, wide hips. Wide hips. Um, we're less likely to die early because um, it was inversely associated with mortality risk. Right. So each 10 centimetre increase in hip circumference was associated with a 10% lower risk. But surely up to a certain point. mortality. Surely there's a cut-off, you know, oh, if you're going to... <laughs> but surely if your hips are like... You know, surely if you're 300 kilos... Yeah, but I don't think it's about the weight, because it's about where you carry the weight. So if you carry uh, the weight around your waist and tummy, oh, so it's that's a ratio. bad. That's bad fat. So it's all about where you carry it. Right. So fat around the abdomen is problematic compared yes. to other areas, right? Oh, I that, see. So I belly see. fat is stored around organs in the abdomen, and its excess is linked to high cholesterol, high blood pressure, yeah. heart disease, diabetes, and stroke. Belly fat can mean that you die from those diseases. Right. Um, hip fat is an evolutionary advantage yes. because it's used as fat stores for late pregnancy and during breastfeeding. Now, obviously, you, when you're an old man, yes. you're not really breastfeeding. No. And if you are... It's probably aimed at women, this story, isn't it? anomaly. Isn't, isn't this story more about uh, women? No, I think it's both. No, men oh. and risks appear lower as thigh and hip circumference increase. So they didn't get the same statistical significance in men, but it might just be because they didn't have enough data, they say. But hip right. fat is considered beneficial, and thigh size is an indicator of muscle mass. And that's probably more men, because they do the, they have yes. their day. Oh, I love a man with a, with a big thigh. 
You know footballers? Oh, yeah. They have lovely yeah, thighs, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. they? But, yeah, so basically they're saying, you know, as long as you're not fat around the tummy, mm. you can have big bum, big hips, okay. big thighs, so, and you will live longer. So it's a bit of a Kardashian so, thing going yeah, on. Yeah, so Kim Kardashian oh, So she's going to be with us forever. <laughs> yeah, oh. which may or may not be. A good thing. Yeah. No, bless her, we love her. We do love her. Um, okay, well, that's, that's a nice story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, because, you know, because like, lots of ladies have big hips and thighs. Yeah, and sometimes you feel a bit, you know... Yeah, self-conscious. Self-conscious and that the world's against you and everyone hates you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've gone dark today. And that you can't go and wear, get shorts. the clothes you want. Well, yeah, I still wouldn't wear shorts. I mean, no. I still wouldn't wear shorts. No. You can Have wear shorts. you got a pair of shorts? No. Actually, not even one pair of shorts? No. Not even for wearing around the house on a hot day? I don't wear, well, I certainly wouldn't wear them around the house. What would you wear on a holiday? A sarong? A sarong. Or a, like a right. sundress or something? Oh, hmm. Okay. Never I have a, a few pairs of shorts. I fi- I didn't have them, and then I found some quite nice ones, and I found them quite liberating. Mm. See, I wish I could. Yeah, I just, I just, and it's not. It's not yeah. for me. It's not for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well then. Thank you for that. Any time you want a little bit of a, a glimpse into my paranoid <laughs> world. It's a it's a lovely place to glimpse. <laughs> so let's do some beauty spot. Beauty, beauty spot, spot. Beauty spot. spot. You have... Um, well, I've had a couple of great things. Yeah, and tell, us about, chips. tell us about your great things. So, um, I have been... After you told me about the Maybelline yes. under-eye concealer yes. thing, I've been on the hunt for the perfect under-eye concealer. Yes. And I use a lot of Revlon products, and I found this one called Youth Effects Fill and Blur yes. Concealer. Now, t- talk me through how it works. Is it in a tube? Is it got it's an like applicator? It's like a little spongy applicator. Yeah. And a clear lid, which means that straight away it looks dirty. Because, yeah. you know, it touches yeah. the lid. I Ugh. hate that. Yeah. But anyway, don't let that put you off. Yeah. Um, so it's like this kind of creamy, kind of li- very liquid, like your one, probably the same. But it, it, they say in the thing that I photocopied, this creamy formula uses microfillers, optical diffusers and colour correcting pigments to brighten up your eyes. Mm. And I don't know whether that's true, but it does seem to work. It actually seemed to brighten up my eye area. It yeah. seemed to make the wrinkles under there look a little bit less so. And they were, and you know you can go and buy Revlon in Chemist Warehouse, not an ad, um, pretty cheaply a lot of the time. Yes. It's 40% off. So it doesn't have to be expensive. No. That was a good buy. And I, I think it's actually really, it does what it says on mm. the, on the um, okay. dirty tube. Then I also, <laughs> because I've been reading a lot of stuff on um, Mamma Mia's You Beauty website oh. stuff, um, they always talk about this... Um, foundation called Maybelline Fit Me Foundation. Oh, yes. So I went and bought some because it was $11 in the price line, yeah. not an ad sale. <laughs> not an ad. Um, and I bought the Matte and Paulus one, which is um, if you've got oily skin. Is that what you're wearing today? No, I've got Revlon oh. on today. What you've got on today is nice. Yeah, that's Revlon. Okay. That's Colour Stay, which yeah. is my, my all-time yeah, favourite. go-to. But this Maybelline one was $11 and it's really, really good. Mm. There's 40 shades of wow. it, which is kind of like um, unheard of in Australian mm. um, chemistry ones, I think. Um, and it just controls shine, it stays on, it goes on really matte so you can feel it's quite dry. So if you've got dry skin and wouldn't get that version, there's another version that's not um, matte, it's yeah. more dewy. Yeah. Um, I really like it, and honestly, it was eleven dollars in the sale. I think I've said that about three times now. Yeah. But I just think that's so ridiculously cheap for something that works. So I've got a question for you. Yes, I feel like you buy quite a lot of foundation. I just try lots of different things. So do you finish up the bottles, or do you try it, and not mm, like it, and chuck some it? Some of them I don't because I get the wrong colour. I mean, because you can't test things at the moment. Yes, so that's a pain in the ass. 
you can go online and have a look at trying yeah. to match your colours. And yeah. I think I found that foundation.com, oh, which yeah. is that website. But um, if it's $11, it doesn't really matter, does it really? I suppose no, you can just suppose give not. it to somebody else. If it's a bit dark, wait till you've got a tan. Yeah. You know. All right. Um, but I usually go no back judgment. to... No No, I usually go back to um, Revlon because yeah. it's the colour and the and the finish that I like. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it's nice. It's oh, nice. No, it's different. Unusual. Um, well, I've got a beauty spot, but I don't know if it's a fashion spot. Well, I think we'll just... Just, Should we just call it Judy's Roll spot? it all into it. Um, oh, I just clicked on... Um, it's I, that banana clips. That's right. So the... The 1980s banana clip is back and cooler than ever, mm. says Southern Living, well, that's my favourite magazine. Well, that's been around on a few things, actually. Has it? Yeah. The banana clip? Yeah. Now, do you remember what the banana clip is? Well, I had to have a look because I've yes. never used one. Uh, what? I've used these things, which are those yeah. glory ones. I've you never, never used, used a banana, banana clip, clip in my life. <gasps> we'll post a photo I, in the PDAs because I think... I think you would like a banana clip. Because it it's long, right? So it goes up your head. So it's long and it's sort of... It's sort of Pulls apart mm-hmm. and then you sort of gather all your hair. You know why I think and then it clips because I've got thick hair. So you end up with it sort of like this, yeah, uh, this kind. Great for a podcast. Yes, <laughs> but so you end up with a tussle, a tussled sort of thing thing on your head. Yeah, they were very eighties. I feel like. Um, Real Housewives are probably still quite into them. I think they probably got theirs from the 80s. They've probably still got theirs yeah, from the 80s. In one of their many dressing rooms. Yeah. So Southern Living describes it as a banana clip is a concave U-shaped accessory made of two plastic sides that come together in the middle with stretchy teeth that hold the hair in place. So you basically pull your hair into a ponytail, but then it sort of cascades down right, yeah. rather than just one... I think because I've got really curly hair and yeah. stuff, and, and it would never have worked for my hair in the 80s. Well, but I'm, I'm willing to give it a go now. And on this story, they've got some more modern ways mm, of using it, now. especially with um, straight hair. Mm. So I'll post this to the PDAs, but um, I like this one. To use a banana clip for a ponytail, you merely unhinge one end of the clip. Oh, unhinge. We're all unhinged. We're all a bit unhinged, aren't we? <laughs> um, so... I would probably very much consider going back to a banana yeah, clip. Well, yeah, well, I haven't stopped using one of these. What are these called then? I think that's a... Is claw? that a claw clip? A claw clip? What is that called? I don't know. I've got no. lots of them. I wear them But you've the worn that all the way through, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never diverted from that. I don't divert. Well, because there's anything that keeps my hair in. Yeah. It's big enough to hold up all my hair. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. Beauty spot, beauty spot. Is it time for Culture Club? Culture Club! Or should we do Snack Attack to oh. eat with Culture Club? Sure. Snack okay. Attack, snack Attack. Snack, snack attack. attack, Snack Attack. At the moment, we're eating um, <laughs> another packet of those duos. Because <laughs> I discovered today hot wings yeah. and ranch. Yeah. So we've tried the burgers with mm-hmm. the burger special sauce, mm-hmm. and they're delicious. They were delicious. I have to say, those went down very well, didn't they? The hot wings and they the ranch. They did. They went down. They've gone right down. They've gone right down a treat. <laughs> so, highly recommend. Yeah. Also, I had the Old Gold Cherry Ripe Bar. Now, is this new or not? I don't know. Right. I don't, I've never seen it. No, and people sort of were like, oh, yes, weren't mm. they? Because I posted it on the PDAs, which is our online Facebook, Facebook group. group. Um, old Gold Cherry Ripe, actually delicious. Right. Do you it, like a bit of old gold, do you? That's plain chocolate. Plain isn't chocolate, it? yeah. But it's quite sweet, isn't it? It's not like it's old. not lint seventy yeah, percent. Yeah. Um, I probably would go the lint seventy percent. That's because mm-hmm. I'm a bit snooty. <laughs> mm. 
I see it's a hot glass of chocolate. Um, <laughs> but this was amazing. Right, well, I haven't had any yet. I, I can't buy any more chocolate because we've got so much of that um, right. Aldi chocolate, not mad, in my cupboard. Why have you bought it all? I just keep buying it oh. all. I just keep buying different flavours. But I did buy the Whitaker's. Bundaberg ginger caramel. I'm not sure. Oh my god, it's amazing. Really? But you can't nibble it. Ginger's and get it. a bit much. Oh, it's delicious. Is it's it? It's a hybrid mm. with Bundaberg ginger beer. Yeah, no, I got so that. It's brewed. What do you mean? Well, it's like I think it's like brewed, like the ginger beer is brewed, and then they make it into a caramel, right. as opposed to just putting ginger pieces in or whatever. Right. So it's quite. It's not very sweet. Yeah. And you ha- I think the tr- the trick is, mm. for young players, mm. is to eat it in one go, eat one piece in one go without nibbling around. You know how yes. sometimes you nibble around to get the like centre? Like or whatever. Yeah, don't do that. Just eat the whole thing. It is really good. And even my husband, who mm. you know thinks that I'm crazy for buying all these chocolate bars, was quite delighted by it. How gingery is it? Not as gingery as you think. Yeah, because ginger can be very overpowering. Mm, no, it's not overpowering. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Whittaker's. I posted that in the PDAs. No one seemed to be particularly fussed about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it personally. <laughs> I do, though. Anyway, but if we were going to eat it, we would eat it while we were watching some of these... Culture Club! Culture Club! Culture Club! Things. Yeah. You, um, you've I've been got watching, some stuff. Yeah, I've been watching quite a lot of telly. Go on. Um, I I started to watch this and I turned it off because I thought it was stupid and then I started watching it again. Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Right. Apple Plus, whatever it is. Um, and now I've watched the whole thing and okay. it's just delightful. Oh, is it? And it's just so heartwarming. It's such a lovely thing to watch in these difficult, turbulent times. Yeah. <laughs> Drink. Drink. <laughs> um, it's Jason Sudeikis and it's about an American football coach who goes to the UK I love Jason Stakers can mm. I just say I, don't, I never really liked him or not oh. liked him but he goes to the UK to coach a soccer team in this kind of like they're in the second division or mm. whatever um, and of course you know hilarity ensues yes. but also you know cultural differences ensue mm. um, the, it's very um, it's sort of what it says on the packet. Like you I think of, Zach Braff's got something to do with right, it. Right, he might do. I'll look it up for you. Um, but Continue anyway, talking. it's so lovely. And they do it so well. They have um, the soccer matches and they have these really good soccer players. One of them is called J- Jamie Tart. And, and you know in England when they come onto the field and they all have their little songs about the players and stuff? Yes. So when Jamie Tart comes on, they go, Jamie Tart, do 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 Jamie Tart, do 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 Which is like Baby Shark, which I thought was very funny. It's cute. It's very heartwarming. It's about... Culturally, you know, how we're actually not that different after all. Um, it's about love. It's about respect for people. You know, it's one of those really lovely shows you could probably watch with your kids. It's not oh, it too saucy. It sounds very nice. Um, and yet it's just... And it's... At first I was like, oh, God, this is so daggy. But actually, in these troubled times, as yes. I said, it's something nice to watch. Then I'm also watching... Because Hold I on. Love, I just, I'm oh, just looking up your... Zach, Zach Braff. Mm-hmm don't know but oh. he's something involved in it right. do you like him from scrubs um i can take all of oh really <laughs> but you know um and then i'm also watching the long way up which is also on apple tv which is the new um version of that ewan mcgregor and charlie borman riding on motorbikes so they've done the long way oh, down yes. and the long way yes. round now they're doing the long way up which yes. is from south america to la Mm. on electric bikes on electric Harleys oh and they've got these amazing electric cars as well and gosh it's nice to see Ewan McGregor back on my screen can I just say Ewan McGregor absolutely delightful oh, 
I just love him. I, I love him so much. I love him. I think he's got the best smile yes. of anyone in the world. He is definitely on my list. Oh, he's on my list. Yeah. I keep, I'm saying it like very <laughs> definitively. Is he it? talking with his Scottish accent? He's talking with his Scottish accent. Do you think accent? there's something about the, the accent? Because it's brogue. It's brogue. I, because you've got your Ewan McGregor's, you've got your David Tennant. Oh, yeah, maybe I've got a thing. And then men. I've got a little bit of a thing, as we've discussed, for Michael Sheen. Yeah. Welsh. Oh, Welsh, yeah. Yeah, so you like a little bit of a maybe it's a bit of an accent whatever. thing going yeah, on. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, but it's nice. I mean, and it's kind of interesting because it's been a long, like thirteen years or something ridiculous since the last one. Is that right? Um, something ridiculous. I might have just made that number up. But Charlie Borman, in the meantime, has had two massive car, motorbike accidents. Right. And he nearly died. Right. And so, and so, this is quite a big deal for him mm. to do it. Um, and then Ewan just really wants to do it. And it's very sweet because they're in, like, Patagonia and they go and they have to keep on plugging their bikes in because they keep running out of, pa- of power. Um, and people keep recognising Ewan McGregor and stuff and so a lot of the time he has to say, may the force be with you all the time. <laughs> what about every time you switch on... Um Graham Norton, Ewan McGregor's on there doing something with a lightsaber, isn't yeah, he? Bless him. Bless him. I do love him very much. Anyway, there's oh. one, it's um, it's midway through the series. I'm sure he'd be so very happy to hear that. Yeah, he sure he would. I saw him once. What do you mean it's history. midway through the series? Well, it hasn't finished yet. But you isn't know, it on Apple TV? Yeah, but you know how you have to watch them, you, you can watch a few and then you have to watch it oh, week right. to week. I just can't work out how to get Apple TV. Right. I will explain it to you after. Because you just have to get, you have to buy it on, you have to get it, you have to subscribe to it on your phone. I know, yeah. but then where do I watch it? Well, you've got a smart TV, no. don't you? You've got a. I've got a Chromecast, yeah. and you can't Chromecast Apple TV. Oh, they won't you, let you, you can do it. You probably watch it from your phone somehow. No. On your, won't on let your you do iPad, it. you can watch it. No, because my iPad's too old to support Apple TV. Okay. Anyway, come round to my house and you can. Watch All it. right, I still haven't watched the Morning Wars. <laughs> oh, for goodness' sake! I know. What I have watched mm-hmm. is Michael McIntyre's Netflix special. Yeah, I watched it on the other night. On the other night, um, no, look, I do find Michael McIntyre quite oh, funny. I do. We've talked about him. We have oh, talked how about. Much we love him. Yeah, look, I thought it was funny. I did laugh. I found it a little bit sort of. Obvious yes. and one-dimensional. I like, feel like he had to struggle to get a whole hour of material. Yeah, and they sort of uh, he did the you know your passwords. I like that one, which was funny. it was very funny, <laughs> but it sort of like could have been done five years ago. Yes, it could have. I felt that a little bit about quite a lot of his humor. Yeah, I actually found him, and I'm going to say this, and yes. I know he's not racist, but I found him. I found the comedy a little. Which bit bits did you find racist? Whenever he does. He the does accents. a lot of accents. He does, but I do think that's his thing, is doing the accents. Mm. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Is it racist doing accents? I don't know. I just think it's when you do cliché accents, yes. when you do kind of comedic accents that can be racist, because yes. what you're suggesting is that everyone's a caricature. And they're funny because they're that race. And it's funny because race. of the way they say it. Or yeah. But, I mean, not that... And I don't... I'm not calling him racist, so no. before he sends me a letter, yeah. a cease and desist letter, <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. But I just found it a little you bit uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. And also because... I think that's very old school humour, and mm. maybe that was a thing. Like it was a little. I laughed for the first half, like yeah. just like rolled around, going, "Oh, yeah. it's so nice to see him back." Oh. And then I was like, oh. He's very, I tell you when he's very good is when he's being self-deprecating. Yeah, because he was talking about how much weight he'd put yeah, on. Yeah, and when stuff. he was doing all that stuff, yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know what you're saying about the accents. It feels a little bit old school. And also it was interesting because he'd filmed it before COVID. Yes. So he's talking about masks yes. in Asia. Yeah. And now it's like, well, like. That's everybody. That's everyone now, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. who's laughing now, Michael McIntyre? I did, it for me, in these 
Trouble, Trouble times. Time. Drink. <laughs> um, it um, it gave me an hour of light relief, yeah. so to Ooh, speak. Hand relief. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh. Well, um, and just quickly, one more thing. I went to the mm. movies because you know how much I like to go to the movies mm-hmm. and annoy you. I went to see The High Note, which is um, Dakota Johnson and Tracy Ellis Ross, who's Diana Ross's daughter. Yes. Um, and she ha- she's a beauty blogger and stuff as well. She's amazing. She plays this rock star, pop star, a bit like Mariah or Whitney or someone. And Dakota plays a woman who's her personal assistant who really wants to be a music producer. It's done by the same people that did... Four weddings, I think. Oh, yes. Or like, you know, really? Is it? Like no, Bridget Jones, maybe. Okay. And so you think it's going to be a bit like that. It is kind of like that. It's not. They're not. Re- it's not as funny. But it is a nice. It's, and again, it's a bit of lovely light relief. A bit of light relief in these troubled in times. In these troubled times, and there's some great songs in it. And Ice Cube plays her manager, which is quite funny. I love Ice Cube. Um, and the guy who is the singer in it, who we just, you know, the, the story sort of revolves around, is incredibly good looking. So oh, that was nice. That's, for that's nice. A little bit that's of lovely. Time, a little bit of time. I went to a restaurant. Friends oh. took us to a Turkish restaurant. They said, "Do you have to come with us? Because we can't get to Europe." Come to our local Turkish restaurant where they have live music and they say it's like being in Europe. Mm. You know, when you're on holiday and you just sit there and the live music's playing and then everyone gets up. Anyway, so we did. Um, went to, it's called Otto Norb in Glee Point Road. And they do the thing, so you just walk in and they just, the meze is just out. So you just eat all your meze and then they just bring you all the same dish. A bit like being at a wedding. Mm. Um, so you don't have to think. Um <laughs> And you didn't have to bring a gift, though, do you? Either. No, and but it was so interesting because we were the only non-Turkish people there. Everyone else was Turkish. It's obviously this real sort of gathering spot mm. for homesick Turkish people. Um, and this, these two guys were playing the music, and they were called Levant and Ozkan. Mm. Oh my god, it was amazing. The feels from like if you like live music mm. like we do, mm. and you haven't seen any for six months, you it crying? Was, Look, definitely I was tearing up. Aww. The old lady was coming out the kitchen. They were I mean, I don't know what any of the music was, but mm. it was very heartfelt. I don't know if it was love stories or someone was saying that they thought it was nationalistic songs. Mm. I don't know, but she was came out the kitchen and she was crying. Aww. And then um, people were having birthdays and they were doing that lovely thing where they bought the birthday cake in and then they cut the cake up for everyone in the restaurant. Oh, that's nice. You got cake as got well? so much cake. <laughs> there were two birthdays, amazing cake. Um... <laughs> But it was absolutely lovely to sit there and listen to live music mm. and pretend that you... I've never been to Turkey, but mm. now I want to go. Mm. But, you know, like when you're in Spain and there's the, the, the music, or yeah. Greece, you know, all yeah. these lovely countries that like live music. And then at the end, everyone was up dancing, doing the Turkish dancing. And you know when they come and try and get you to dance? Yeah. And you just really don't want to. No. But you did? No. no. You know what I say? Left them to it. That would have been a Turkish delight. Well, we cracked that joke on the night there. <laughs> So you're too late, all right? We did all the Turkish jokes on the night. Oh, so, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Now, look, I have got to talk to you because I'm a little bit out of control yeah. with my shopping. Yeah. I am stress shopping. I have quite a lot of stress in my life at the moment, um, which we won't go into. No. But the way I am dealing with it is... <laughs> and it's so compulsive... And I know it's compulsive, but literally within an hour of the stress thing starting, I was online and I was shopping. You took your preaching to the converted here. I know. You're just (laughs) nodding going, yeah, whatever. That's just Thursday night. Um, (laughs) This is what I have bought so far. I bought 
a silk nighty, mm-hmm. and it costs two hundred dollars. Wow! But I have to say, it is absolutely delightful. Are you wearing it? I'm not obviously not right now, but I mean, uh, no, I'm it? saving it for summer sheets, right? Because I'm still in my flannels, right? It's very quite strict rules in my house, <laughs> yes. so it's a summer nighty, right? So I'm saving it for, but it's pure silk, right? It's beautiful. absolutely beautiful. I saw it in a shop window, and I just walked in like like a zombie. <laughs> nice nighty. <laughs> Funny thing to buy a nighty, isn't it? Very um, cute. I Canning Vale's having the sale, right? 70% off. Mm-hmm. So I went on and bought new towels, new pillows. May have bought some candles. <laughs> May have bought a few candles. Um, anyway, it's just, look, it's a little bit out of control. Right. So I did look up, is shopping compulsive? And as we know, it is. Yeah. It's a mood lifter for yeah. some people like us. Anyway, five signs of a stressed shopper, right? Compulsive shopping. Well, yes. Yeah. Impulsive decisions, yes. yes. Indulgent purchases, yes. Yes. Emotional high. I don't, yes. Well, it's not so much a high for me at the moment. It's just sort of a, a levelling. out. Yes. Shopping alone, mm, not so much. Oh, online, I suppose, is shopping well, yeah, alone. Yeah, you do. You don't tell anyone you're doing it, do you? That's half the no. Sometimes I buy things in the middle of the night when I can't sleep. Do you do it? <laughs> Michael McIntyre talks about that. Yeah, his I show. am like his mum, his, like his wife buying shoes <laughs> in the middle of the night. Um, yeah. Do you when, really? when he was doing that in, in the show, my husband was looking at me like, "That's right. you." And do you like, really yeah. get up in the middle of the night and shop? I get up. I do it from my from right. my down. But um, the other day, I've bought three pairs of trainers in the last week. Right. Right. So I bought one pair. And then, because they didn't have my proper size, I bought a size, half size too big, and then the proper size came in, so I bought the size that I was normally going to right. buy. Right. Well, you can do the big ones. I can send, I'll send them back. Oh, okay. And then I bought another pair of shoes, because then I thought, oh, well, I want those as well. So I've actually got three pairs of trainers coming to my house mm. in the next week, which oh my I God. haven't, and only one of them I'll probably keep. Right. But I, see, I don't have a problem with sending things back. You send it, yeah. stuff, I'm rubbish at sending um, stuff back. But I, I know exactly what it's like. I understand totally. I, I've always been that person. My mum and I are like that person. Sorry, Marion, for elderly. Right. But, um, do you want to know three ways to avoid stress shopping? Well, I don't know. Well, you don't stress it. shop, though, do you? You just love shopping. Well, I think it's different. I do stress shop, though. Do you? Yeah. Well, do like, want, even today. Do you want your three ways or yeah, not? Yeah, Right. Well, number one is plan, plan, plan. Mm-hmm. Number yeah. two is avoid buying on impulse. Oh, shut up. Number yeah. three is shop in a pack. No. I actually don't like shopping with friends. No. But I'm really good at shopping with friends and making them buy things. Right. Well, maybe we need to go and shopping together. Yeah. And then that would solve all of our problems. Yeah. I'm very good at telling people, no, you should buy that bag. You you deserve it. Mm. You work really hard. Just get it. I'm excellent. So if you need me to do that, (laughs) I'm there for you. Right. Now, look, one thing I really wanted to buy but different, didn't. And same, I wanted to buy as well. Which was quite fun. And we both had this Amazing is the Qantas was selling... Bar, bar carts. Amazing. From their planes. Yes, an entire bar cart filled with wine. However, you know how much that one was? $1,400. Yes, okay, you do know. Yeah. Because the stories were all about it being 975 And I was like, actually, that's not a bad price. Because yeah. I thought it was fully stocked. That one was empty. Oh, you don't want an empty bar no, you want all the little minis. Yeah, all the, the, little... Well, the fully stocked one came with minis. It came with a, some pyjamas. It came with... Uh, something else, a Sheridan throw or something. Yeah, you know, like it came with quite a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. Anyway, it sold out. It sold out in minutes. Yeah. Do you think that's people stress shopping or just it's too much fun? I think it's a bit of both. Quite a lot of money, fifteen hundred. I don't know that I would go. And also, what would you do with it? You know. Oh my god, coffee, just tea? best. <laughs> but just how many hours of fun would you have it with would it? Be really fun. And your friends coming round if you hadn't told them. Can you yeah. imagine if they came round and then and you then just you wheeled it in? Out of them, chicken or fish. <laughs> <laughs> or no, my favourite one is um, 
Beef or chicken? <laughs> beef, egg. The answer is egg. What? Beef or chicken? Oh, egg. egg. So we all agreed we really desperately, desperately want a Qantas fully stocked bar cart. We'll put it up on the Facebook group because you can still see it on the... the, um, Yeah, a bit of fun. But it just was amazing. And then you can actually buy a whole bunch of their little bottles of wine because obviously they're not going anywhere and they don't want them to go out of date. No, they're all sold out. Some of them, I don't think some of them are. Oh, they did a wine sale the other day and everything sold out in about two minutes. Um, Okay, so we all want a bar cart. Nothing nicer than a little bottle of wine on a plane. Oh, nothing nicer. Especially when they give you two or three. Yes, they know that you're because the they can tell <laughs> just by looking at you. They you go too. The best one is when you get a when you get on a plane. I think we've talked about this. I always get a Bloody Mary. That mm. to me signifies I'm on holiday, and um, they always give you two little vodkas oh, for your Bloody Mary, no. just because they know that you need, you it. need it. If you need a Bloody Mary, you need two vodkas. Right. All right, moving on. Yeah. Just quick one, Guardian. End of the affair. Our office romance is yes. really over. Basically, you know. COVID has put the uh, nail in the coffin. It has. Hasn't it? Well, there's two things, isn't there? There's yes. COVID and there's also this HR company in yeah. the UK saying that um, because of so much sexual harassment cases yeah. and all sorts of things now. Relationships to, at work policy. Yeah, you have to have this big policy where you have to disclose every yeah. relationship, every any kind of conversation, any kind of dalliance in the photocopying yeah. room. No more asses on the <laughs> photocopier, as we said. I'm um, trying to think of a relationship. I have had, but hasn't, hasn't started, at, started work. at work. As a journo on newspapers, yeah, that was it. Mm. I ha- have had a few, a couple of boyfriends from work, but a lot, mm. most of them not. No, but you were a mad girl. Maybe. Not so many... Yeah, not so many boys. Boys around. Maybe. Yeah. Um, um, my current husband, I... Well, my I, current my husband! My current husband! Sorry, Timmy! Freudian slip! Oh, my God! Uh, <laughs> Um, I didn't meet him at work, but I met him at the work pub. Right. Yeah. That counts. That counts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a boyfriend for years who um, I met at work, and then and then I had a couple of kind of you know like Christmas party pashes. Yeah. Quite a few of those over the years at work when I was single, obviously. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, that's one thing that people haven't thought about working from home, isn't it? Yeah, you it's know, very, it must the be, office romance. Yeah, and if you're in your twenties or whatever, yeah, um, and you know, you you know, you, most of your friends have met people through work, or whatever. I guess it's tricky because it, there is only then Tinder and that left, isn't there? Really, I suppose you might make friends in your local community if you're spending more time in your local community. Yeah, too much. Would you go to like the gym locally or maybe? Yeah. I mean, does anyone ever meet anyone in the gym? I think um, I think maybe men meet men in the gym. Oh uh, yes, women correct, women, correct. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I um, I don't know. I, I think it's a sad side effect of. I think it is working too. from home. Also, because you don't make. You know, we've talked before about some of the things that you miss about working from home. Mm. About that kind of idea of just having conversation and talking about life and. Mm. Um, connecting with other people on on any kind of level, so con- not connecting them with them on a saucy. No, you know, how are you going to go for a wine after work level? Oh yeah, is tricky as well. Also, and obviously, I never do this, and I never would do this. But sometimes it's just fun to flirt with people, isn't it? And work is a good place for that. Not, yeah. no, it's not. I know it's really inappropriate, and nobody should do it, and especially if you're married to your current <laughs> husband. Um, <laughs> But you know, over you know, the years, we used to get that spade for you. <laughs> I just keep digging. But over 
over the years, you would have had you would have made some quite nice friendships yeah. with people who you might not be romantically involved with, but you know that you might just have a bit of not a bit of fun with in that way. But you know. <laughs> Just a little flirty girl. I just stop now. Take it out. Take that bit out. (laughs) Oh my god, Timmy's going to kill me. Take it out. No, he's not. No. Look, I think I think I do think that it's a very sad state of affairs, for want of a better word. (laughs) Yeah. That um, you know, we can't meet people in lots of places at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's just in things like going to work, going to the coffee shop around the corner. Yeah. We used to flirt. With the coffee man downstairs. Yeah, or the barman. Or the barman. At the pub. Do you remember Dave? He was lovely. Hi, Dave. Wasn't he? Hi, Dave. He was ever so handsome. We'll call him Dave. That was his name. Um, finally, on the oh, list gosh. for this evening... Look, switch off now if you want to, because we're going to talk about poop, all yeah, right? So I know there's a few of you, Janet. Janet, I know you don't <laughs> like it. So, look, there's a story on eatingwell.com. Mm-hmm. Headline. Here's why your body only wants to poop at home, according to a doctor. Mm, fascinating. Carla Walsh wrote this. Mm. So basically, correct me if I'm right. <laughs> correct me if you're right or It's wrong. a TED Talk by Julia Enders, no, no, which you were it. particularly she, excited I loved by. It, her name was Enders. Um, Enders gave a TED Talk about how our bowls are quite our bowls, our bowels are quite charming. <laughs> they are. I love this story so much. Yes. So. We have so it's basically about how you know sometimes people you can't don't go to the toilet at work. You don't cut people don't like to poop at work, no. do they? You feel li- uncomfortable yeah. pooing next. To I don't at work. think I pooped at school the whole time. I think we've had this conversation. <laughs> I don't think I ever pooped at school, sometimes and it wasn't until I left it, home right. to go to college that I just got, had to get over it. Obviously, right. um, Enders says we have two sphincters that control our bowels. The outer sphincter we can control. The inner one has more of a mind of its own. Right? Sorry. I don't mean to be like a 14 So the inner boy. one will open a little bit to test whether what's there is a gas or a solid. Right? I love this idea that your body just goes, oh, hang on, oh, no, nope, yeah. it's a gas, it's all right, let it well, out. Well, the brain will check your current surroundings and decide if now is a good time to release what's hanging out in your bowels. Mm. And then the outer sphincter and the brain team up with the nervous cells to push that poo back in line yeah. to deal with it later. Back in, back you go, mate. Say, when we're in the comfort or our, our yeah, own home I bathroom. Yeah, I love that. It's amazing, isn't it? It really is. Now, we told this to somebody, Josh, we'll call him Josh. Let's call him name. Josh. He was very delighted by the story. Mm. It was like all of his Christmases had come at yeah. once. Yeah, double sphincter details. I just, I love the idea that your body knows yeah. exactly what's going on. Because sometimes I yeah. don't like, I don't like being in public arenas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I could tell a very funny story, but I don't think I want to. No. Um, don't. Chad, like, it won't like it. <laughs> I don't like being in the public eye, <laughs> the public <laughs> or the public anywhere, um, doing anything other than just a quick wee. If I, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, and um, especially not in, like, Westfield on a Saturday or something like that. Yeah. Where, you know. Well, hopefully my inner and outer sphincters are working hand in hand. Hand in sure hand. Hand happen. Um, humans are one of the few animals that are so talented at controlling this process. Mm. You know what I say to that also, though? Like, yeah. that, that's fine. But mm. what if you've had a particularly potent curry mm. or a strong coffee? Well, I would say that your brain can't control something. No, there's some things that just have to come out. Yeah, when there's physical things. I mean, there's a, there is a physical element to this. <laughs> you know, if, if you were at work for 24 hours... Well, eventually you'd have to. Some, eventually something's going to give. 
She's going to blow. You're in a sweet tooth. It's going to give. And on that note, yeah. I feel like that's a... That's it. It's over. Right. Draw a line under it. Yeah. All right, shut it, down. shut it away. down. Shut it down. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. We will be back next week. Yeah. You can come to the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. On, on Facebook. On the Facebook. <laughs> you what can else? follow us on Instagram. You can uh, email us on We Are mm-hmm. Playing Devil's Avocado. You can buy our book. Gmail.com. You can buy our book. It is called How Not to Live Your Best Life. Mm-hmm. It is out now. Bower you Books. On Bower Books website, you can get it on Dim- at Dimmix. It's get only it $19.99, and a lot of places are discounting. Yeah, so. well, why not? Yeah. Um, I'm just finishing these pictures. Yes, I can tell. I can see. <laughs> He's a big one. Mm-hmm. No, I'm leaving the big one for you. <laughs> and that's how you do it. Mm. All right, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.